Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The lease is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. The lease with the assist. So he was talking bad about Sebas, huh? Uh huh. I, I don't understand how anybody looks poorly upon him considering the service he had last year. What was his XG? Like five, seven? God, it was like, I think it was like eight or something. What did he end up with? 12? 12? 12, I think it was 13. Motherfucker's good, dude. He scored 13 goals. I mean, you looked the year before. Fafa led the team with 11 or 12. He had 13 in MLS and then another one in the Open Cup. So 14 on the year for a team that had, who has one winger that fits the system. That would be Baird, I think. And another winger who does his own did his own thing in Fafa. I don't understand how anybody can sleep on him. He's gonna be fucking dude. I think he's really gonna explode if we sign this Ivan Franco guy. Yeah. And he had that stretch where he wasn't even starting games too, because of his fitness. Yeah, early on. I remember they threw him out there and it was like, whoa, he looks out of shape. Mm-hmm. That's when Thor got his run. Didn't he miss a few games after international duty as well? <sighs> Probably. He only started 29 games, so he missed five games. But, I mean, it's safe to say that right now, this team is not better than last year. Is it? I mean, do you think it is right uh, now? Yeah, I'm going to say yeah, just based off the coaching itself. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I think my water's brown. And I think the fact that we actually have a real six now, I think I think the team's better now. Oh, yeah, we do. We have a real fucking six, finally. It looks like you were right. They're going to stick with this 4-3-3. But, dude, I mean, a lot of people use it. I don't understand why people are so down on the 4-3-3. I think it's the best formation in soccer right now. Fucking Arsenal won again. Yeah. You just say it so I nonchalantly. I think, I think, They're going to lose at some I th- point. I think I think the Newcastle games might be the, might be the next loss. <laughs> Pretty happy for uh, Almiron, dude. He's good. He is good. I always thought he was a bust when they sold him. Just wait till they get uh, Isak involved. Well, when they signed Saint Maximin a couple years ago, I was like, man, that fucker's fast. 
He is yeah, very he, fast. He's not even like a starter for them right now. They play uh, Joe Linton on the wing over him now. I think St. Maxim is better than Joe Linton. I think they've split about. I was surprised to see Joe Linton in yesterday because I haven't seen him start in a while. I seen him, him and uh, they, him they and Shelby midfield a lot too. Him and Shelby used to start a lot, and I hate John Joe Shelby. I hate his his hair. I think it's his hair or lack thereof. I'm very really half hair. I know I'm very judgmental when it comes to the appearance of players. So uh, that team oh. is just so good, though. I mean, I don't. I think they're as good as clubs like Spurs. I don't think they're on the same level as Liverpool, uh, City, Arsenal, based upon their record. <clears throat> but it's a long season, and uh, I think they're better than Man U. How they beat Tottenham three to one, two nothing, whatever it was. It was a shitty performance. Yeah, they're they're and, and you know they 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 spanked around Leicester yesterday with uh, without even having their two strikers. Leicester's bad. They were down to their third choice. Leicester got bad fast. Leicester are having a rough year. Mm-hmm. They got bad in a hurry. I think a they lot were headed it, in some better form, though, coming into the break. A lot of it has to do with uh, the injuries or aging of Jamie Vardy. But, dude, I forgot. If you're listening to the show right now, which you are, because you can hear me, go on Spotify and Apple and rate the show. And then follow. And if you can review it, review it. Because I look at the amount of people that just follow the show, and it's like, all right, this is not – this ratio is off. There should be way more fucking reviews. So if you're listening to the show right now, pause it. Go to Spotify. Click those five stars. Go to Apple. Click those five stars. And write something nice. Write something nice about what me and Joey have to say. But – oh, there he is. Rudy, we're already recording, so don't say anything that will make up make Dad upset. But, uh, yeah, so, okay. Uh, Joey, how was your Christmas? It was pretty solid. Nothing crazy. What did you get from Santa? I got a Brendan Aronson jersey. Where does he, Leeds? Yeah, Leeds. Okay. How do you how do you do that? Is it just the men's team that you like, that you're going to root for him? Because I could not root for a player on another Premier League club. I don't think I could buy their jersey. Uh. I just like I, I like collecting jerseys. I got I got other jerseys from MLS teams. You're not gonna like start a Phoenix Rising or a New Mexico United podcast when they come to MLS, are you? No, definitely not Phoenix. <laughs> People were reporting. Uh, I think Phoenix will get it before uh, uh, San Diego. But people were reporting that San Diego got it. Yeah, and they, ha- and they, ha- they haven't. It's not official. It's between I Phoenix. I think it'd be lame. What to give it to San Diego? Yeah. California's got a lot of other teams. Yeah, they don't I don't think any state needs four teams. Well, I think you should do Phoenix and New Mexico and Vegas first. Because Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's there's a whole gap between Texas and uh But and it's LA without teams. San Diego has Tijuana. And Tijuana, they love them some football, and there's a fucking lot of them. That metropolitan area between uh San Diego and Tijuana is big. That's just it's it's not as like uh, El Paso and Juarez. That's another big area as well. But I can't see giving El Paso an MLS team. Yeah, I don't think so either. Rudy, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be close to me. Well, shit, New Mexico United would be better. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, if I could go to Dynamo games in my backyard, that'd be nice. Well, that would mean you live at the stadium. So that would mean you either slang food for seven fifteen an hour because Lord knows they don't pay them. Higher than minimum wage. Also, <laughs> they don't keep their tips. I think I've told you that. 
the PNC workers do not keep their tips from what I've read. So really? Stop, yeah. So unless you're giving them cash, which they don't take anymore, you're just tipping. Well, I guess you're tipping Ted Siegel. Uh, you, you guys can keep tipping. Go ahead. I don't. I don't give tips at any of those places anyway. Either anyway, I think it's a little silly. So that was your big gift, the uh, the Brendan Aronson jersey. Yeah. What about you, Rudy? What did what did Santa bring you for Navidad? What's up, guys? What's up, man? What's up? Sexy man. Right. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Uh-oh. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. I didn't hear you cut out. Say it again. Uh, Santa Claus just brought me some, some coal. Keep warm, you know, from the winter freeze. Well, you know, if you add, if you add pressure to coal, it creates diamonds. There was a, there was a commercial about that starring Gio Reyna. Remember him? <laughs> Wasn't it Pulisic? Both. Who? Pulisic and Reyna were in that, were they not? Pretty sure it featured both. I don't remember. I know Pulisic was in it. I don't know about Reyna. I think Reyna was the one laying down on the couch. Pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. They're still mad about that. Rudy, what were your thoughts on Gio Reyna? By the way, man, welcome back. It's been fu- It's been forever, hasn't it? It has been forever, man. I think the last time you we saw you was uh, Argentina uh, to game. watch Mexico Argentina, and you bailed on us, man. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to get yelled. Yeah, with a two day flight, your Dude. beer is still there. In the I left, I left your beer in the fridge. It's still there, man. Waiting for you, bro. That was my way of apologizing. That was my way of apologizing for getting sick. I was like, nah, th- this is Finn's, man. It had a disease written all over it, so oh, it is waiting away. for you. Throw away my my disgusting cervezas. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I uh the minute that food came in, and uh-huh. you were like, "Get you some food," and I started making a plate. I was like, "I'm gonna throw up." Like I I just it, it's not that the the food didn't smell bad. The food smelled normal, but something about whatever was getting me sick, man. It just it tore me up. Speaking of sick, uh, I'm drinking light brown water. How's your pipes doing up there in the Big A? Did you guys freeze already? Oh no, man, we survived. Fuck, my water lines broke again. Really? Yeah, Dang. I went. I went to take a shower, and fucking dirt, mud just came out of the the uh the spigot. I was like, oh no, this sucks. Sucks. It, it happened during that big freeze too. Yeah, no, I made. I, I took. Uh, I made sure to wrap wrap my pipes in the winter. Well, I'm in an apartment, so they've wrapped the pipes. It's just. It happens every year. Every time it freezes, something breaks. But at least my heat was on. How was uh Joey? Since you don't have kids, because you're smart, Rudy. <laughs> Rudy how was? <laughs> oh, he's smart. He's Joey. Just watches soccer and fucking gets sexy at the gym. That's all he does. That's his life. And he does this. Yeah. Look at it. Hey, I'm jealous. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm jealous of that. I, I should have done it myself, man. At this. <sighs> I just got rid of mine. At, le- at least I don't have five kids, though. I only have two. Well, you're talking about Chris, right? So he got five? I got four. <laughs> well, no, he has four, but don't you have... Do you have four or five? I got four. Oh, okay. I got four. And I just got... I just sent them all back to their mothers. I'm done. I was like, yo. I was like, <laughs> I got a two-bedroom apartment. I was like, this isn't fun anymore because... We went outside today, and it's of course it's seventy degrees and nice. All the other days it was freezing, 
Right. And we were almost stuck inside. So Christmas was, uh, it was a Christmas by, what's the word? Attrition. It was Christmas by attrition. We just see who could not hate each other first. We managed to not hate one another. But uh, some quick news before Rudy plugs. Where's Rudy's plug? No, Rudy's plug is later. Uh, guys, get on out to some of these comedy shows. I'm begging you. Come out. Not you two. You two can come too. Joe, it'd be a long trip for you. But I just finished uh, a competition where I got I got picked. So now I get to feature, meaning supposedly my face is going to be on the flyer to bring people in. So that'll be nice. And tonight's a... Uh, a 10-minute show at the Secret Group downtown, fucking late, which sucks because we we got a plane tomorrow to Phoenix. I'll be in Joey's neck of the woods. <sighs> so, Rudy, how was Christmas for your kiddos? Because they're that's what the season's all about, spending money on children because they just made it another year, like birthdays. Yeah, I know. Um, my Christmas bad man actually we got together uh with my in-laws so didn't have to even drive far right just have to walk like 25 feet i like how uh, they don't there's no fence and between y'all's houses i love we, how there's no fence keep an eye on you sorry go ahead yeah yeah there'll be a fence eventually i think my father-in-law's trying to put it'll be see-through did we lose rudy Joey, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, something's up with Rudy's connection. I'm glad it's not me. Rudy, you there? All right, well, Rudy's paused. Rudy, just text in the chat when you're back up. So this was where Rudy was going to plug his show. I guess we're going to skip that. And we're going to go right to my I favorite. There he is. <laughs> Your connection's all jacked hey, up. Hey, sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's it, it's it's me this time for sure. I'm at work and I was trying to put it on my uh, work uh, Wi-Fi, so I'm my phone. But usually, usually it's fine. So, anyways, Christmas. Um, I this is the first time that my kids kind of realized what Santa Claus is all about. So I like actually left them, um, made the cookies out for the fat men who was gonna drop off gifts for them, which was me. So that's kind of how it went. It's the one. It's the one day a year where Rudy's okay with a white person breaking into his house. Me too. It's a weird it's ass good. holiday. It's like, hey, let's go sit on this stranger's lap, and tell him what you want, and then later he's gonna break in and bring it. It's a weird fucking holiday. <laughs> it's like Easter. Right. Easter's like, yeah, there's gonna be a giant fucking rabbit. They don't even lay eggs, but they're going to, and they're gonna be all these different colors, and you're gonna get a bunch of chocolate. What the? We have turned religion into just commercialized. It's great. It's 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 lovely. By the way, seven out of ten diehard uh, religious folks hate this show. It's a fun fact I just made up. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, Rudy. Gonna... Rudy's got to plug his show. I'm all over the place. Go ahead, Rudy. Oh, sounds good. Uh, make sure to uh, follow us at Dynamo. Uh, check out DynamoTheory.com where you. Try right now. Everybody's on holiday, man. So the activity is a little, little low, and there's really not a lot of Dynamo news coming up. So, but yeah, check us out at Dynamo Theory and our pod. Pretty much, I I run alongside Christian Putalias and my brother Rodrigo Segura, and that's Dynamo Theory. Basically, anywhere that you listen to your podcast, man. 
Rodrigo is surprisingly pale when I met him. Like, he's a light-skinned fella. He's tall, too. It's a ball of ice. Well, he's darker yeah. than you. Did I, did I ever tell you? I mean, lighter than you. No. he. Yeah. Did I ever tell you how... Uh... Okay, it's funny. So, I'm, he was Mexican restaurants, and his, his wife is much darker than him. And uh, they would always come and talk to everybody Spanish, but they would really, really try to... One time, Rodrigo answered back in Spanish, obviously. A lady looked at him and was like, oh, my God, how did you learn English? It's so good. And the lady was, did your nanny teach you how to speak Spanish? Jesus. It was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I'm just glad it wasn't a, a white waitress that did it. Hispanic lady? No. What, it was Hispanic lady? lady. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, white women are dumb. No, Hispanic. Hispanic. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think they'd be like, "Did your nanny teach you?" Because most white chicks that work in restaurants don't have nannies, <laughs> unless it's their restaurant. Exactly. So, uh, speaking of Christian yeah, Putalias, uh, my favorite video of the year is now. Joey, have you seen? I hope you've seen this. Chris's Instagram reaction for when he was watching the Argentina match and he pulled up the shorts. Have you seen? No, this? I've not. Oh. All right, I'm going to link it to you so you can talk yeah. about it later. I'm going to find this. But Chris has made I don't I don't know how many likes it got. I don't know, but I know if I could only like it once unfortunately. I wanted to like it repeatedly. He uh he really got into it. And man, they won. His team won. Messi won. I think it's rigged. I think it's fixed. No. You don't think so? No. <laughs> it's got to be, man. It's a perfect story. It's a perfect story ending. Joe, are you Joe Chapala ten on Instagram? I think. Uh, if not, I just tagged some random Joe Chapala in this video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Good. Yeah, I just don't ever use Instagram. <laughs> I barely use it either, and like, supposedly it's it's pretty popular. I just stick to Twitter because people there are friendly. And they like me. So, all right. Mm. Let's uh, let's talk about the big signing, Yvonne Franco. Well, he's not even official, right? Is he official, Rudy? No, man. is It's not official yet. Tags are telling that it was pretty much a done deal that he was ready to sign, and just news came out that it looks like Austin FC is trying to get the guy, and it it makes a lot of sense that. Maybe they're trying to. Who's the guy from the Netherlands that just signed with Liverpool? That it looked like he was going to go to Man U. It's a, a Gapo. Oh, Basically, we may be getting. Yeah, we may be getting that. You know, FC or Austin may be trying to take him away they're from the Dynamo. Some money. Um, they are spending some money on him, and I think you know maybe they're trying to get a a better, I don't know, contract or deal uh, with him because. Dynam is going to be a loan and with an option to purchase, but you know Austin may be able to give him more. Who knows? And you know this news of Ivan Franco came out what like mid last week, about a week ago, and it's been a long time, and the team is very quiet. So 
Yeah, so I would not be surprised if this is actually true that Austin FC are trying to cite him or you know try to try to seal the deal with this guy. Well, I've seen it permanently. Wouldn't it be a DP though? He's a. Wouldn't he be a U twenty two? How old is he? He's twenty two. He is twenty two. Does he qualify for U twenty two? Does a twenty two and younger? No, he would not be a U twenty two. He would have to be a DP. I'm pretty sure. I don't think they um, have a spot. We don't. Well, see, they don't though. We if we did it on we, a loan, it wouldn't matter. A loan to buy, assuming that somebody's leaving. Yeah, because what they well, have, exactly they so have they could Rangeries do they and could... They have who? That's it. They have Ring Drusi and Rigoni, so they don't have Three. a spot open. Well, who do we got? Herrera, Sebas, and Coco. Coco, fuck. We don't either. There's I nobody. Mean, you're not the, restructuring I mean, the, any of those. Only thing I can think of is they could try to buy down what's his name, Alex Ring. Um, you know, there's a possibility. Again, same thing for us. It, he, if you try to get him permanent. It'll be a DP for either Austin or Houston. So maybe just the uh, overall clause is something that is being ironed now that Austin may have something. Again, this is just rumored. Uh, some big uh, reporters from Paraguay are saying that Austin seems like it is now in the lead to getting him. So it would really be a punch in the gut. I mean, obviously what helps Houston is the uh, partnership he had with Sebastian Ferreira. So who knows, man? But this, all right. So, Joey, you're the stat man. If you look, you've looked at Franco's stats. He doesn't scream DP at all to me. He screams loan to buy, and, and his his value is at one and a half million. Does this guy yeah. seem like a DP to you? I, I I don't think I would want to want him permanently right now as a DP. I think the loan to buy with the potential of him being a DP is the right move. Ah, uh, see. Uh... He had one really good year, one really solid year. Where the hell was it? 2019, where he put up. Yeah, 2019, I think PSG and, and uh, Verusha Dorman were looking to get the guy. Yeah, he had a phenomenal 2019. But half of that, I don't know the difference between the Clausura and the Apertura. What's the difference? Does anybody know this? There's two different leagues. Yeah, I can help you with that. So the basically in a lot of countries, Mexico is the same way. Uh, the season is split in two. So uh, they do, um, so instead of it being, say, 34 games, you know, throughout a season, like for, for the MLS, they'll break it into like a beginning and an end. That's what it means. Sabratura is beginning. Clausura means the end. Um, and they'll just play half of the game. So it'll be 17 games being played on Apertura and 17 in the uh, Clausura. And they do, instead of doing home and away like most places do, they'll just do one. So, like, they'll play. Yeah. If they play in Houston, in Apertura, they'll play away. And the, so, that's kind of how it works. But the stupid thing is they go to playoffs and they have championships per Clausura and Apertura, basically. That's weird. Yeah, that it, it rings a it's, bell. It's just because... more ways to make money. It, it rings a bell because of... Uh... Football manager, but so Rudy, thoughts on Franco? My my Zoom just notified me we got ten minutes left. Apparently, I haven't continued premium, so we got ten minutes left. What? Yes, that's what it said. Or we can do another one. I can link them together. Yeah. We can do that too. Can I? Yeah, yeah we can. That right. probably be best. Let's do yeah, that. We can always yeah. do it. Another one. I'll just do two. Fuck it. More work for me. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, Franco. Franco seems like a uh, a young young player. It seems kind of 
you know, obviously a, an attack minding piece. Not necessarily sure will he per will fit um in the structure of things unless you're our putting him, you know, in front of what Coco and uh Ache bring. Um really I think you're looking for a, some kind of better winger, and I don't know if he can play that um on the wing, you know. But it has anyway. him listed as as I mean, a left it, wing primarily. Yeah, he started fifteen games this past season as a left winger. Okay. Yeah. Primarily, okay, he good. comes in as a left wing, which makes sense considering the signing of Achara because he's a left winger, and there's no way he should be starting. Yeah. So, because I've seen that he's a he's been categorized as a playmaker, like as number ten. I just didn't know if they throw him out in the flank much. Um, I don't really follow uh Paraguayan league or even have necessarily looked exactly where they place him, but um, yeah, that's obviously a strength, and we need what nine, ten more players to fill our roster. So, uh, I mean, they need to go ahead and either make this official and sign and a few more guys, man. Yeah, this is – I've heard that Paraguay is just the new Honduras. Is that true? Any truth to that? Anybody know? Well, it's funny enough because in Mexico, Paraguay was always like the, the way that they would get players. There's a lot of uh, Paraguayan internationals, especially when they were making the World Cups back in like 2000. 2010 that uh basically all the guys were playing um in mexico and then eventually jumping to europe not had the brightest european experience but they were all playing in, in mexico for the long for the longest well europe's a different animal yeah, mls has a, had a fair share of paraguayans lately though almiron kaku yeah almiron playing was good so there's a few there's some quality. I, I'm fine yeah. with that. Like people used to knock Honduras. Yo, Honduras brought us Albert Elise and Romel Kyoto and Boney. All three were good. Yeah. So yeah. these little these little countries down there in Central America, there are players, not like in Brazil and Argentina, but I don't know. What do they do all day? Just play soccer barefoot? Like what do they do? That's it, man. That's all they need. That's it. Could you imagine that? Like, what are you gonna do today? I'm gonna play soccer. After that, I'm probably gonna eat and then go play soccer again. Instead, I'm like, well, it's 6 a.m. Well, you have more, you have better chances of like, okay, you, you get 10 guys and you get six right and four wrong. That's a good, that's a good percentage. I would say Pat's batting over that right yeah. now. I would say Pat's hits have done better than I mean, his misses. Think about like, yeah, that's true. But his misses have been pretty big though. Well, you got Tiago. I mean, Pat Pat hasn't necessarily had a long term miss though, because if you look at like Zeka and Tiago, the two no, big you're misses, right. they were both one was a short term loan, and then one was a short contract with yeah. potential for longer years. And it happens a lot these loans to. Buy. And I mean, to add to Tagino, I think, and then the U twenty twos is not like they work out all the time. So, but no, I think like the, the idea players. of him just letting us know yeah. that. They signed him because of YouTube videos. That that was, I don't know. It's one of those that you don't say out loud. That was asinine. That's what that was. Yeah. I'm learning new words. I want to expand my vocabulary. It was an asinine move to admit why you were wrong. Pat, just say we missed. Don't be like I scouted him through the internet. <laughs> that sounds like the way I date, Pat. <clears throat> no live footage. And I don't even get live footage. Unless they link me to their OnlyFans. 
Luckily, that hasn't happened in a while. Dude, I'm getting fucking ha- Hey, do y'all get followed by porn bots at Dynamo Theory a lot? Or are they just looking at my history? No, I'm pretty sure that's that's happens everywhere. My even my wife was like, "What is happening? I'm keep getting all kinds of likes from these yeah. weird accounts," and I'm like, "I don't know, man." Dude, they're all from Singapore, and th- like I got one, this one girl, same photo back when I was back when I was on the app dating game, which I don't recommend. This one Asian girl kept popping up under different names. Do you have a WhatsApp? No, I have a telephone. Why would I? I don't have a. Don't, it's a, It's just an app to call. It's all it is. What's encrypted? I'm not hiding anything. The same account, man. And I've seen her on Twitter. They just steal these people's photos and make fake accounts. It's sad. I stole the photo, though, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Rudy caught that one. Uh, all right. So as far as Franco goes, I, I can't see how this is bad. Him and Sebas look real happy in that picture. They look super excited. Yep. And this would help Sebas settle in. Even if it's just a dude to hang out with, even if Franco comes in and he doesn't get the starting spot, it's to make Sebastian feel more comfortable. And that's what big clubs do. Like that's big clubs do that. You look at the Honduran stuff, two young guys, Boney is the veteran to develop them. So Pat's doing big club things. Austin just, just did that too with uh, Rigoni. Yeah, they're, uh, I, I don't know, man. I think they're going to be better. <laughs> Somebody needs to come in and buy Driussi. So there, I think Austin's going to be really, really good this year. I'm kind of frightened with the Zardas acquisition. I still don't think they beat LAFC or Philadelphia. I don't think they're better than either one of them. And uh, if they get to play at noon on a Sunday, they're better than us. But we'll see how it pans out. So, so hey, MLS draft. Who, who were y'all thinking? Let's start with Joey. Joey, who were you thinking? Pat on was going to take. What were you thinking? Oh, I was hoping we were going to get that kid from Duke, but I figured he was going to go. Uh, he was going to go before our pick, so I kind of didn't think he was going to go through. And I was hoping they were going to trade the pick, and that's what they did. Tupac Shakur Muhammad, him. Yeah, I was hoping him. What's the other guy's name? I'm trying to think. The guy, the other winger. He uh, went like right before Bombito. Us. Bombito. Maybe. Rudy, was it Bombito? Oh, I, was a defender. I think uh, no, not Bombito. Bombito was a defender. I think you're talking about Bulma. Is it Joshua? Yeah, Bulma. Yeah. Well, I was hoping if we didn't get one of those guys, where they were going to trade it, and we did. Yeah, I was. We could have had Tupac Shakur and Thor. Thor Shakur. We couldn't have. I mean, because what was Thor? The number five pick last year. Four. Four. I think Thor was four and he scored seven goals. He had a, he had a good year for a rookie. He wasn't rookie of the year by any means, but he was an, an average for, for, for being a first year player. He performed well. Yeah. And Orlando moved up to get Muhammad too. So they must see something in him, but I mean, they've also drafted DK. So I guess they know what they're looking for. And Moutinho, they use their, they use their picks really well. Yeah. Rudy, who did you want us to take? Or what did you want us to do? Um, I I was okay with trading down. I was hoping, I mean, obviously just because you're looking at the roster and you know you need those players to come in. But if they felt like there was nobody that uh, was going to be an immediate, you know, upgrade at maybe trying to make the first team roster, 
<clears throat> then I was okay, you know, for them to trade out and get a couple, a couple bucks for the, for the game um, to happen. But I really thought that we may uh, sign the 13 pick when we had it, which was a, uh, was it the 13 pick? I think it was a 13 pick, not kidding. Anything. Yeah, but, it was 13. Uh, Austin ended up trading for it. And uh, they picked up the guy that a lot of us in, uh, in Dynamo Theory were thinking that we would get, which was that CJ Fondry guy, uh, another, I believe he's a winger, um, plays as a young guy, 18 years old. Uh, that place in San that was playing in San Diego, and even had some San Diego loyal time. Um, so that's the guy that seemed interesting, uh, but it didn't happen. And honestly, I thought they were gonna keep trading away their picks throughout, even on out of the first round. But uh, it looked like we picked up a couple guys after all. We got what three total, right? What was our first two. pick? It was twenty-seven. We got that undrafted. We guy. got two in the draft, and uh, it was thirty-four. Pick 34 and pick 63. So we didn't even draft in the first round. Nope. No, no, no. We <laughs> traded the 27th pick as well. Good for right. that. And uh, so they picked in the second round and in the third round, and then they picked up a guy uh, once the draft was over, which I must, I think that's the only guy they picked. So... I yeah, was thinking that was Charles Auguste. And then Pat said in that video that if he was available in the draft, he, they would have picked him at number five. So I think that's a pretty good deal. Hmm. Wow. Or Pat's just talking shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched some, <laughs> some tape of him. He looks pretty damn good. I look pretty good on YouTube too, Joey. Yeah. I, I was getting a kick out of it because people were asking and someone on Twitter was asking like, is this guy, uh, about that Char- Charles, was it Auguste, I guess? Um, Charles Auguste. Auguste, they were asking if he was a uh, starting quality of bench player for the Dynamo, and I was like, at this point, you kind of want them to at least play Dynamo those. I don't know. None of these guys, it's probably somebody that's going to jump in right away into the starting lineup, maybe not even the bench. So, I mean, you look at our midfield depth, it's all kids. He'll probably jump right in there, honestly, with uh, Castilla and Rios and Reigns. It's a good look at midfield. To the bench, you mean? Yeah, to the to the to the bench on the midfield. Probably played Dos and some first two minutes, if I had to guess. Well, yeah, we still got sure. Veta, you know. Yeah, yeah. Veta's our only senior backup in that midfield, and I'm I'm honestly fine with that. We got about eight midfielders on the roster now, four uh four seniors, and then four kids. I'm fine with that. And they all play defense. Yeah, they're all two-way players. Yeah. So uh, with the draft, I, I was there was eight Genadidas players, and I was thinking, okay, we got pick number five. We're either, uh, we're going to take one of them. And I would looked at all the wingers. Like I looked at Muhammad the most. Plus, he played with Thor. Duke uh, Thor is where Duke played. Duke is where Thor played, is it not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he played with Thor. So you'd bring in, you know, a former teammate. It made sense to me. But when I didn't even watch the draft, I remember what I was doing. What day was it? 20 something. And uh, when I checked it online, I saw we had traded all these picks for money and I went, fuck yeah. I was like, hell yeah, because we have all these open roster spots. We got two U22 spots and now we got half a million dollars in GAM. So watching what I saw made me very happy because Siegel has said we are looking to win now. We're looking to make changes now. It needs to be, the culture needs to be adjusted now. This signals that to me. 
because now you've stockpiled this money to buy down contracts, to go get new players, to bring in quality, instead of using a draft pick and hoping they pan out. Because what percentage of draft picks pan out? It's got to be like, it's got to be around one or two percent. Well, especially for the Dynamo. Yeah. I mean, our last two were good. Yeah, I agree. Our last three, maybe, right? Bartlow, Thor. You can throw Jonquan in there and Michael Nelson that is part of the team. He's a part of the team. Not anymore. He's he's the third keeper behind Tarbell. Michael is Michael is going to win Golden Gloves in the USL Championship. I don't even think he's good enough to do that. I hope he goes to New Mexico, so you have to watch him. Oh, he ain't starting there. I like our goalie. Well, I hope Mikey goes there. And you can watch him let, let in five. Poor Mikey. No, <laughs> man, I was I was happy. Like a lot of people, I saw, I saw some were upset, and it's like, dude, the draft picks don't pan out that much. There is a kid in South America in the middle of the jungle that's 15 or 16. It's better than all the guys in this draft. We just haven't found him yet. Yeah. There's a kid, it could be a kid in Iowa who, because his parents don't have money, can't play the select leagues that cost three grand a year. And nobody knows who he is. That could be better than Muhammad. You know, it's just we're picking kids that didn't make it as pros at the that, age that's... where most good players become pros. Let me let me touch on that a little bit too, because that's a good point, man. And I saw um, one of my buddies on Twitter post that basically how there's. If you look at all the guys that got signed up, there's not really any Hispanic kids either. Um, you know, a lot of these guys that are international are coming from Africa mostly, and then obviously a couple European kids and, you know, Americans. And you really don't see any Hispanics that are in those, you know, going to those schools or whatever the case may be. And, you know, that's even a part of us when it comes to either scouting here and in, in just locally in Houston. There's a lot of places of, you know, Sunday leagues with a lot of young guys, uh, 16, 17, 18, playing with in men's leagues. And no one's out there, you know, kind of scouting that that cheap talent that, you know, you're going to hit or miss no matter what. But I think those guys need an opportunity as well. Yeah, I mean, the cost, like my son plays in the expensive league and he gets good coaching and he's good, but it costs $2,500 a year. And that for me, like as a single father, the amount that I kick in, like it's a big chunk of my income and I'm I'm not poor. There are people, there are impoverished people that are phenomenal at this game that we just don't know who they are because they can't pay that money. It's got to be a way, like, I mean, dude, if, if we're missing the Hispanic population in Houston, Texas... That's that's just wrong, because we I, we've come up against plenty of all Hispanic teams at the lower levels, but if we're missing that demographic, that's just that's just idiotic. Figure out a way to make it cheaper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let them play at the inner city high schools on the football fields. Let them go out there. The rental fees aren't that much. Just let them play, dude. I told my son, I was like, look. It's like, I don't care if you still play next year. He goes, why? I said, because when you're in high school, you find all the kids that don't speak English. And after school, you play every day. Yeah. That'll make you, that'll make you every bit as good as that. I was like, but don't be hanging around kids that speak English because you're going to look different. I, no, not, I'm not fucking around. Well, that's why, that's why he wants to learn Spanish. Dad, I don't know what they call me. I don't know what the fouls mean. I was like, well, if you hear gringo, it's like, start to worry or widow. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I let them. The little the little kids I've seen to play out there, 
there's a couple uh what the hell was he colombian this his dad played pro at some level these fuckers are phenomenal like 30 yards apart volleying the ball back and forth right to the foot the fucking phenomenal it's just even the mom's good mm-hmm. but it's hard to be good at soccer when you're too busy shopping on uh on shift and door dashing so no man, I was I was happy with the draft. I thought it went the way uh the way it needed to if we want to win now. So now now what do we got left? We got Rudy, you said nine or ten spots, or was that you, Joey? I uh, said it was eight eight spots left. So what's was that what's, be, is that before or after the draft? Uh well, call, it, it, it's called it, after. It's called right now. I thought that was before, maybe, but um Again, does it even depends if where this guy's gonna be allocated on the on the team sheet? Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, I'd probably say Guste and Reed probably make the roster. Probably the sub supplemental. Yeah, open cup games because we still have what I think three more supplemental spots open. So that you know, a Guste could fit in there. Reed could go in, and like one of Mirana or like Lafleur could make that last spot. You know, the amount of GAM that we gathered from those picks is still less than we paid for Mikhail. No. Well, over the course of a year. Over well, we, didn't year. Spend, we didn't spend allocation money on Mikhail. That was that was Ted money. Yeah. I just wish all the money was in one pot so I could understand it. Yeah, it's 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 counted very differently. It's it is confusing. I get that. I'm glad we did this though, because I had no idea who these draft picks were. I posted yesterday. I was I was gonna go research. I was like, "Nah, Joey's gonna know. <laughs> Let him tell me all about him because he does it in, a, in such a eloquent way." If I read it online, <laughs> I read the first paragraph, then I skim through and look for stats. But, but I really like this Isaiah Reed kid. He looks really nice from Clemson. Yeah, yeah. I researched a little. Play plays on the wing. Plays as a forward. Apparently, he plays defense too. He could play as like a fullback. I've heard. I haven't found any tape of it. I've most tape I find is all his attacking stuff. He's left footed. He his link up play is really good. He's a smart passer. Oh, he's left footed. Yeah, he is left footed. But you know the thing is, I you watch all these tapes on these guys and they look really good. But you know you don't ever see their weaknesses because they don't show them on the tape. Especially when a lot of these highlights, like uh, P Rhodes highlights. The other guy, all yeah. of his highlights I've been were posted by him. So obviously he's going to look good. Yeah, I also like to hide my weaknesses, but I do that just on a daily basis. Yeah, so it's going to be how Olsen could get these guys to adapt to the pro game. I think I think Auguste probably has the highest chance of it because he just looks really solid. He's got a cannon too. Oh my God, he was scoring some bangers while I was watching. I uh I'm pretty excited for Ben Olsen actually because the social media reaction was horrible as we all know and have seen but surprise but the professional reaction from people that actually know shit it's been resoundingly positive and there was something I read the other day that was talking about I think maybe it was an interview with Pat or Ted about how they are going to get him the pieces like they came out and said he's going to get what he needs and we're going to see what he can do and this could be this could be a really good thing for him and for us yeah, he's not used to that in D.C. Other than Bruni and Acosta, he didn't get many pieces throughout his time. No. Rudy, have we talked in person or or, or over uh, the chat about Olsen? Have I gotten your feel on him? We probably have. 
I'm not. I don't remember. I mean, it's it feels ages ago since they announced the signing of Olsen, but uh, I can say that I'm definitely not necessarily like overhyped about it, and maybe just me being very critical now of Pat Onset, just because I know in the beginning his hands were tied with a lot of stuff, and we know that Nagamura was definitely not the first choice uh, for him. Um, clearly it was Ben Olsen and Olsen probably was like, I'm not ready yet. Um, that's now the feel that I get out of him getting hired now. Um, overall, I mean, yes, he's a still young. He has the experience, you know, being 10 years in the MLS. Um, it hasn't been a too long of him not being a coach, I guess, what, two years that he was in hiatus. Um, from the actual coaching role, but still involved with soccer. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not necessarily like super excited, but you know, as a fan and as a guy that follows the Dynamo, I want the Dynamo to you know be be great again, I suppose, and make it back into the playoffs. So, um, we'll see. I mean, only only time will tell, and. As long as they're getting the pieces that he he needs, um, and he can play with the key pieces of Coco, Achach, and Pereira, then then we can figure out, you know, see what what the what it looks like. Because to me, you know, if you get enough of the, um, we know that he plays a lot of defensive ball. Um, ben Olsen does, so that's something that we've honestly keep getting. The past couple coaches have been like that. Except maybe. Maybe Todd Ramos was a little different. He he just had an idea that he thought would work and it never panned out. But um if if he can get, you know, attacking pieces on the wings that can help and assist Ferreira. I mean, like Ferreira can be a twenty goal scoring machine. And if, if we have that, then we probably are in the playoffs and maybe high in the standings, man. And and that would be exciting. Um the things that Olsen says are always good. I mean, he. there's nothing bad that he says. You know, he's here to work. He's not here to sell us on him. Um, so the only way that we get sold on the project is to see him win. All right, so let's talk about a different coach. And I don't ever talk about the Dash because this is a Houston Dynamo podcast, and I'm a misogynist. Um, I'm not. This is a Houston Dynamo podcast. But uh, the Dash hired – all right, look – if you're going to be the, I, I don't know anything about Sam L- Lady, Lady, how, Lady, how do you say his name? It was Lady. Lady. I know nothing about him, but what I do know is that we were the center of a sexual or demand. What, what the fuck was it? That report? What was the basis? Discrimination, threatening, <sighs> body shaming. Mm. Was it sexual or was it just discriminatory? I'm- no, it had a it had a mental mental um, abuse man. and shit like that. Something like that, yeah. Okay, so the coach was a dick. Basically. The coach was old school because all my coaches were assholes. Like I remember the two nice ones and they were still dicks. All right. I couldn't believe they hired a white man. I know that sounds weird, right? But hmm. I thought for sure they were gonna go and do like like an appeasement hire perhaps where they bring in a woman, which would have made sense, even though a woman was the one like telling them to develop eating disorders. That's, that's ballsy. 
but I thought for sure that they were going to hire somebody a little more female friendly, at least on the exterior, like some barrier breaking stuff, but they did it. Now, what, what can y'all tell me about Sam Lady? Joey? I just know he worked with the rain. I don't really know too much about him. I'm just getting into the dash really now. So oh, well, don't I don't get, got much to comment. Don't get too far in because I'm not going to do a Houston dashapod. <laughs> that, that'll never happen. You'll be on. You'll be solo. You and uh, Chapito. <laughs> Rudy, what do you do? You know anything about this guy? Kind of with Joey. I, I mean, I know obviously he's been a part of a uh, very good organization for for what 10, 12 years or something like that uh, in Seattle. So yeah, since twenty thirteen, he's been there, and uh, believe he he was he got the interim role for a, a little bit um before they hired their other coach and i mean he played i think he coached like six games and probably like won five and lost one something like that so i mean his his small um the the small amount of games he's played i think that he's gotten the results needed when asked for now you know the guy i believe is basically is the same age of of what ben olsen is 45 years old but this guy does not have the experience of being a, a first team coach. And I did want to add, though, about the Clarkson investigation, because I, I have the email that we received. Um, it was just saying that uh, given the conclusion of today's report that James Clarkson engaged in emotional misconduct in violation of the NWSL policy to prevent and eliminate workplace discrimination, harassment, and bullying while serving as head coach. He was mean. Yeah. Yeah, He was was mean. Yeah, that's it, man. And um, so I just wanted to say that because we were talking about it earlier. But, uh, yeah, Sam, I mean, I think this guy, you know, comes from Seattle. Um, He's going to be able to bring a lot of the uh, concepts that has made now OL Reign so, you know, successful. So we should be excited to see what, you know, the Dash have been on an up climb the last three, four years. So I mean, hopefully we can make another playoff run and see, you know, how good we can be. Rudy, the word you were looking for was upswing. Upswing? Upswing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, here's, nobody asked, but I'm going to give my opinion. When it comes to mean coaches, it works on some people. However, with today's athlete, you can't do it. And it's it's not a it's not a bad solution. Fear is a pretty good motivator. But with the way people are today and the atmosphere there is, cancel culture and all that, you can't be mean. Like, okay, here's a story. There we go. It's fucking Friday. It's a half a day. The day before we go on Christmas break. And I received an email from a parent demanding I change a grade because her son did half the work and I gave him a 50. I'm not a mathlete, but I know that adds up. And when she'd started demanding and CC'd like the principals, that's when I stopped responding. This bitch started emailing people, all of us saying, are you going to make me wait? This is, that was a, that was a whole email. Are you going to make me wait? If I don't hear back, I'm going to the superintendents. The next one, she CC's the super, <laughs> this is all within an hour 
like class had started. We were working. I and I sat there. I didn't. I wasn't doing nothing. I was watching fucking showing movies, letting the kids play on their phones. I'm not doing anything that day. I'm watching this email thread, and I'm watching as this bitch goes straight virtual Karen. Like she went to the superintendents, <laughs> and then like two hours later, the AP walks in and he puts his hands up and he's like, "What the what the fuck?" I said, "Dude, did you see that? Wasn't that great?" I was like, she just lost it. And she went right to the superintendent. She goes, well, he goes, I'm not worried. I was like, I'm not worried either. I was like, her kid did half the work. That's what a 50 equals. I mean, it does. But yeah, you know, then she emails the superintendents. The assistant principal emails her back. So then she emails all of us back to let us know, well, to thank us for taking so long and to let us know she emailed the superintendents. And I'm like, bitch, you CC'd us on that. We know. Like we can see it. The fucking level of entitlement with some people yeah. is it's absurd. And she's a very flashy mom. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all know what I'm saying, right? She likes, mm -hmm. to, yeah. she likes to show off her assets. Her old necklaces matter. Things like that. <laughs> But yeah, you can't do it. You can't be me. got some Dynamo news. No, what is it? We got a Dynamo news? Yeah, a, a source that has like 500k followers, Football A Lo Grande. I don't know anything about the source. They just tweeted Ivan Franco is a, is a Houston Dynamo player. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck Austin. Yeah. No, like I said, I think it's that was most likely the idea, especially because of the Ferreira thing. Well, now we know Joey's in the know. Joey's ITK. Oh, Somos tweeted it. That's why. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the question. There's two parts to this question. Rudy, you're going first since you were late. Okay. Rudy, if you were kidnapped, which player on the Houston Dynamo do you trust to rescue you? Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. Is that is that the first one then? Yeah, that's the first one. Okay, that's not okay. So I'll go first, I guess, since you made me go first. I think so. My answer you said current roster, right? Correct. Okay, so obviously, we know that Papupa's power is gone, so the no more Darwin set in, which I think we've uh we see as the guy that you know hangs out maybe with the low lies, so he's not scared. Um, so currently, man, I think, yeah, there has been a massive evil villain power struggle in the dynamo we don't know who's going to replace seren i agree i i'm i'm thor i'm thor i'm thor between two guys um but i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with teenage Adebe. teenage Adebe. how come I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with him just because you know he's a first of all he's like a freak of nature so he's gonna be intimidating from the get-go you know he's like six two six three He's definitely a little cuckoo, so he's he's one of those guys that you know is going to be fearless, and uh, he's definitely going to put his body on the line to do whatever it takes to rescue you. So I'm going to go with Tanich. Joey, if you were kidnapped, which member of the Houston Dynamo do you trust the most to save you? It's between Clark and Thor. Interesting. How come? Well, you know, Clark, he's a he's a goalie. He saves things. So 
I think that would make sense. And then Thor, he's just a little, he's a shithouser, you know? Oh, he's yeah. a scrappy little guy. He's a prick. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I'll go Thor. Thor? Yeah. I don't trust him. You know who I trust? You know who I pick? If I was kidnapped, I would pick Daniel Steris because he looks like he should be holding. So does Hadebe a little bit. They look like they should both be holding machine guns with like ammo belts strapped across their chests. Right? If you put Corey Baird in that look, nobody would be scared. If you give Corey Baird a machine gun, people would be like, that's adorable. Take a picture. But Steris looks like he looks like he could be a villain in Die Hard to me a little bit. Like he could be the next, what was his name? Hans Fluger? Hans Kruger? Fuck. Who knows the guy's name? Nobody knows. I don't remember. No, I know we're trying to add, you know. Yeah. I pick Steris. Thor. All right. Second part. Hmm. I could go two ways with this. All right. Opposite direction. If you were kidnapped, Joey, which Dynamo player do you think would not be able to save you? Like, which one would you definitely not pick to come to your rescue? Uh, I think I might go Michael Nelson. Damn it! That was my pick. Fuck me too. Because <laughs> ah! you know, I think I think we know from experience he doesn't save things. So, oh, um, damn it! All right, Rudy, you can't pick Nelson. <laughs> damn it! That was like the best and easiest answer here. Uh, I guess I am gonna go. So he can't save me. All right. I'm going to go with Adam. Adam just seems like a, such a nice guy. Like, I feel like he's going to be the diplomat and try to, you know, maybe get some bar, you know, some kind of bargaining going, happening. And uh, he's just going to get shot. That's that's what I'm thinking. And we're all screwed after that. So I, f- I feel like when you mentioned bargaining, I feel like that you want to talk about Brittany Griner. Is that true? <laughs> is that is that accurate? Not, not today. Not today. Not WNBA today. Dude, I watched. Uh, I don't know if I t- said it on this episode. With, uh, with Joey, but I watched, I was at this uh, comedy club and I was, I was, in, it was in a show. It was like a paid show. People had to pay money to get into this bitch, which that was cool. I didn't get any money though. That wasn't cool. But I watched these, I watched two guys do fucking Britney Griner jokes to a, a room that was half black. And this was the one where if you suck, they got to boo you off the stage. Yo, these motherfuckers like made it not even to two and a half minutes. Mm. I think I told Joey that story. Yeah. Stay away from Britney Griner. Man, it's not. It's still too soon. I, th- dude, the same guy that did a Britney Griner joke did a George Floyd joke. And I was like, what the fuck? He's a Hispanic guy. So, like, he can kind of do it. But they didn't like it. They didn't like it at all. Um, Was that it? Oh, okay. If I was kidnapped, Hans Gruber was the name from Die Hard. Hans Gruber. If I was kidnapped. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which Dynamo player do I think would not be able to save me? Who would I want not want coming after me? And the answer is Matias Vera, because obviously he's a traitor. He posted videos of himself working out wearing Austin FC gear. Uh, he's probably in on the kidnapping. So if I relied on him, he would just I don't know. How, I wonder how he would kill me. How would Matty Vera kill me? 
I think he'd like lock me in a car and put a the hose extension in and make it look like a suicide. I could see him doing that. I'm gonna tag him in this episode. Be like, yo, <laughs> if you had to kill someone, would you do it this way? He'd have to ask Seren. So you know what? I've been seeing Seren's Instagram, man. He just celebrated an anniversary. He looks really happy, doesn't he? Yeah. He yeah, good happy. for him. Yeah, good for us too. You know what? He 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 ran his course. It was, it was time. Speaking of it being time, you know what time it is? Time to get out of here. Time to make like a, a fat man in a red suit and wrap this bitch up. There you go. <clears throat> so, Rudy, tell us about Dynamo Theory one more time. Yeah, guys. So you can check out DynamoTheory.com. Uh, we try out as much articles as we can right now like everybody we're taking a little bit of a break plus there's not not a lot of news happening so far uh even though we are recording tonight so you'll get a new episode dropping on thursday so you know be on the lookout for that uh make sure to follow our podcast at dynamo theory you should be able to find it pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcast so you know hit the subscribe button like it rate it you know May, keep sharing it uh we just we, we're not doing to make to be famous but we want to get as much uh information out there for the dynamo and Di- dash and uh we we love it man we love to keep everybody entertained and, and infor and informed as well so thanks for having me today uh finn no problem man and I joey uh, mid 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 uh burp right there <laughs> <laughs> you drink a beer you drinking beer at work no, 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 not not at work. Oh. Yeah, if you want to, uh, an easy way to find Dynamo Theory podcast is to Google "best use in Dynamo podcast" and look at number two. <laughs> I love, I love. By the way, that's just me fucking around with you. That's like that. That's how I know. Like, I like you. Not to, I'm not being mean. Joey, tell people where they can reach you. Find me on Twitter at Joe Chabala ten. Yeah, y'all need to follow Joey. There's no reason that the 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 he should not have more followers. So if you're listening and you don't follow Joey, go follow Joey. Um, last thing, I have to talk about these one last time. If you want to see me in person tonight, I'll be at the secret group with the 11:50 p.m. spot. I'm really excited. I got on the 10 minute show and I'm fucking last, so it's gonna be a late night. And then January 17th at Dean's downtown, 8 p.m. As one of the feature comics. But other than that, y'all got anything else? No, sir. Nope. All right. Be sure to like, rate, share, and subscribe our podcast and Rudy's as well. And uh, I'm Finister. And as always, go Dynamo. The lease is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at 
FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool-ass people.